Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre-recorded. Turn 
Uh-huh. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on. Come on, y'all. Dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, is God good to me. Unbelievable. Yeah, he is. And I, and, and I, and I can only attribute it to one thing. It's, it's just been a turnaround in my life. It's, it's been me finally making a decision to see what all God has for me, but at the same time trying to be more God want me to be instead of more what I want to be. That's the trade-off. You know, you got to do something now. You know, you know, you want God's blessings. You got to be willing to do something on his behalf. I'm not, I'm not saying I got it right right now because I'm just being real with you. I don't. I don't have it all together by any stretch of the imagination. I'm trying to get better in several areas. I'm praying about it. I'm working on it. But, you know, it's a process, and I've, 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 I've grown to accept the process. But I'm improving in a lot of areas from day to day. But I tell you what, man, my success, all that's going on with me, I can only attribute to this turnaround. And the turnaround was simple. I turned around and started looking at God. That was the simple move, man. I just turned around and started looking at him, and I was going, okay, I get it now. You created me. You're the creator. You have a purpose for me. I understand that now. Now, let me just walk in that purpose, and let me get to doing that purpose. Now, my purpose and your purpose and their purpose and anybody's purpose could be different, and the way you go about the purpose can be different. And that's the part that I've really grown up to. I've opened up my mind to understanding that everybody's different. Nobody's quite the same. And that is not my right or position to judge, but to be uh, of a forgiving spirit and understand and forgive those as I ask God to forgive me. See, that's the key. That's the key, y'all. So when you out here and you stuck on this unforgiveness, understand in, in, in the Lord's Prayer there's a segment that says, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. There's another version that says, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. It's two different versions. But either one, it means the exact same thing. It means simply this, that you are asking God to forgive yours like you forgive others. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. When I cross the line with you, God, handle me the way I handle people when they cross the line with me. You feel what I'm saying to you. So you understand that? That's the breakdown of it. Best way I can give it to you. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Forgive me, God, for stepping over the line like I forgive those that step over the line on me. That's the hard part, man. That's the part, man, I've really been working on. I've been really trying to get that together. And so I've learned forgiveness a lot better over the past five years than I have before. And it's paid off. I I can't tell you how it's paid off because now God's mercy and grace is all over me because I've learned to become more graceful. Now, I ain't graceful like him. I ain't merciful like him. But I've learned to become more, more graceful, more merciful. Because, man, I can't live my life like that. I just got sick of me, man. You mad at me, now I'm mad at you. 
you hating on me, now I'm going to hate on you. I ain't got time for that, man. I've got you. Look here, you got somewhere to go. Hate take up time. It's time consuming, hating, trying to seek revenge. It's time consuming. It take up way too much of your time to seek revenge when vengeance ain't really yours. That's another one. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. It ain't yours. So now when you go to seek it, to take it out, guess what you're doing? You're doing something now, man. Now you're off into an area that you got no business being in. And instead of steady climbing your ladder like you're supposed to, you didn't take out time for vengeance. To hate. I'm a hater. I'm going to be a blogger. I'm going to blog about so-and-so. When you're blogging about somebody, and most of these people you don't even know, when you're blogging about somebody, what you doing? What you hating? It takes time to hate, man. I just decided, man, I got to take all my time. And instead of have doing time and being active, I got to be proactive. See, some people get that confused, being active and being proactive. Pro is positive. Pro means to move forward. You know, if, if you put pro in front of most words, it's a positive influence. You know, there's the pros and the cons. The pros is the good side. The cons is what can go wrong, the bad side. You know, if you're active, that's one thing. But if you're proactive, you're going forward in a positive direction. When you become a pro, that means you're the best of the best at whatever it is you've chosen to be. I'm a pro. So somehow, and I'm no uh, English teacher or grammatical guy, the word pro a lot of times when you put it in front of something means positiveness. So now, a lot of people think that if you just active, something ought to happen. Well, I'm doing something. And that's what happens, man. We just find ourselves doing a lot of busy work that really ain't about nothing and ain't going nowhere. It ain't got no direction or no purpose because we haven't tried to find out the direction or purpose. So you wake up and you and you and your wheels are spinning. You a hamster on a treadmill. You're running real fast, but you're just going in the same spot. You understand? That's because you're just out here being active instead of proactive. Why don't you get God in your life? Why don't you turn and face your creator and find out how to become more proactive so you can do things to move yourself forward, how you can get your life off the ground and get off the treadmill and really get it rolling in the direction that it need to be going, man. I'm telling you, God can make that change for you if he see you making the change for him. See, the whole key, man, the whole key is you got to be willing to do something. You got to give God something to bless. Bless me, God, and then you go sit on your couch and you ain't trying. Okay, bless me, God, with what? What 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 he working with? He can't have the people hire you if you ain't put the app in. Come on, man. The blessing comes when you make a, a proactive step, when you try to do something on the positive side. Look, man, I'm going to quit messing around with all these people. I'm going to start going home. I'm going to leave these women alone out here. You got to say, all right, man, I ain't going over there tonight. I just ain't going to get Then God can work with you. God, help me stop seeing all these women. But you steady going over there, calling them, setting up stuff. Well, can't nobody help you? Because once you get over there, you already know. See, you, you got to get proactive. You got to do something yourself. You make one step, he'll make two. That's, that's the key, man. 
So come on, y'all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective, from Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama, to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, let me have your undivided attention. This is a new way to make this announcement. If you were not here, where would you be? If you were not breathing, what would you be doing? Huh? I'm just asking two basic questions. If you ain't here, where would you be? And if you ain't breathing, what would you be doing? You better get to being grateful now. Because them two things you didn't have nothing to do with. That ain't nothing but God. Man, thank you. I'm breathing and I'm here. Man, oh man, oh man. Whoa, that's the way I'm starting it today. That's how I feel about it, man. You know what? I'm you know, I'm just I done got to the point now, man, where, you know, you just take me as I am. If you don't like me, man, that's cool. I got enough people like me, love me. And those of you who don't, I'm all right with that. You'll be okay. But the one thing I do know, if you don't like Steve Harvey, there's something wrong with you. That's all it is. I've just mm. come to that conclusion. Because I'm really mm. cool-ass dude, man. Mm. I'm cool in the family. I'm a man's man, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, probably got two women out there look, you know, got some problems with me. But no, other than that, everybody. You have to say that. <laughs> throw that. I, you always got to have a disclaimer. You know what you say. Because, you know, as a hater listening to the show, everybody don't love you. I said everybody don't like me. And I know the two that don't. I know the two that don't. At least two, huh? And I know the two. And nothing I can say on this radio, God can't save me, change me. I can't grow into nothing new. I can't be forgiven. None of that. And you had them people in your life, too. It's amazing how people try to hold you to who you used to be when you ain't been that person in years. You mm-hmm. bend and change. Don't let nobody hold you back to your past. The past belongs to history. Hmm. The future belongs to God. Hmm. All you got is this gift we got right yeah. now, and they call it the present. The present. Mm. That's why they call it the present, because it's, it's your gift. Mm-hmm. Ha! Steve Harvey Morning Show, Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, Mouth of the South Jr., and the legend that is nephew Tommy Junior, anything on your mind today? Yeah, Uncle. Let me ask you this, Uncle. You know, I uh-huh. know you got to elevate you going right now. Yeah, but yeah. But I just want to understand the process, Uncle. The process of how you process these things. 
You got this product out right now. Is there no. something else you working on now, or you just work this and then you figure out something else later? Oh no 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 no, no no no. Ain't no work this and then figure out something later. My motto is A B C. Always be closed. I love it. Oh, if man. I'm signing a deal tomorrow, I got three deals I'm working on. So every time I sign and on the dotted line. I start completing the process of the other deals I'm working on. A, B, C. Always be closing. Man, don't rest on your laurels. You are the king of multiple streams of income. You really are. Surely. Yeah. Surely. I'm not going to, because you know what I don't want to do? I don't want no one person to think they got the power over my life. Mm -hmm. I get rid of you. That's what they tried at NBC. If I'm going to get rid of you, Uh and that'll be the end of you. No, every chance I get to Uh say that about them, I'm going to say it. Because that's what you did. You thought you was digging a hole, but your ass, your ass wound up in the hole. Because he don't even work for NBC no more. Coming up in 32 shows minutes. on ABC. And still on hour, NBC. Run that prank back. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now to run that prank back with the nephew. Nephew, what you got for us this morning? One of the most famous people in the black church, Shirley, the church usher. The church oh, yes. usher. Oh, yes. One of the most famous yeah. people in the black church is White gloves the and church all. usher. Mm-hmm. Cat dog, yes, if yes, you would. Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach a sister. This is Sister. How you doing? Uh, I, good, good evening to you, ma'am. I don't mean to be giving you a call this late in the evening, but I mm-hmm. I am uh, the new youth minister. I haven't. Uh, uh, my name is Sean Williams over at <laughs> Missionary Baptist Church, which mine is. Wait, New youth minister. What happened to uh, He's no longer with the church anymore, ma'am. No? Oh, my Lord. Why? What happened? Well, I, I'm not at, at liberty to speak up on that, but but I, what I was doing is getting around and making sure I, I met everyone because I haven't oh. met everyone yet, and I wanted to reach out to... Um, Oh my Jesus. Everyone at the church. But listen, let me let me get down to some more business it's because terrible. I've I, I've spoken with the pastor. Uh um we spoke Bishop, that's what Bishop baby, yes. Bishop. Yes, ma'am. I know you're new, but it's Bishop. Uh-huh. Okay, I I spoke with him on yesterday and mm-hmm. we have narrowed some things down of a few changes we're gonna be making at the church. And what we wanna do is um one of the major subjects that have come up, sister is that mm-hmm. we're wanting you, if at all possible, and, and the deacons were in on this meeting as well, but wanting you to change your attitude when people are coming in and you're seating them. From my understanding, it's gotten to the point where they think you're wait a, minute, a little wait, bit... Wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Thank you. Y'all a had a meeting on me. Well, it, 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 it wasn't First a meeting. All, I don't understand. Listen here. I've been ushering on that usher board for 47 years. I am the senior usher on that usher board. Yes, and ma'am. I really don't, I've been trying to be nice about it, but I don't understand how y'all gonna have a meeting without me. That's first of all. What, what, That's first of all. The, the, but I, now you gonna call here and tell me that you gonna have, you having a meeting on me about me being nice. I'm always nice. Well, well ma'am, that doesn't seem to I be. I have a problem with that, son. Uh, honest, how old is you? 27, ma'am. And they gonna send some boy to call me. You know, this don't make no type of. Okay. Child, what is it, Can, Mr. Wong? What is it? Well, what that that's actually my call, ma'am, is that maybe we, uh, I figured if I would call and speak with you about the matter, that maybe we can get to some type of uh, uh, rectifying this situation to where we can... what we're going to rectify here. I'm 
so rectified you calling me this time of night talking about some meeting. And I don't appreciate you calling me any time of night. Well, where's Bishop? I need to speak to Bishop. Bishop is the one that actually. I've been at this church for 47 years. I've been saved all my life. This don't make no type of sense. You calling me here with this mess. Now, see, y'all finna make me cuss. I'm trying to be a Christian, but y'all not gonna let me be a Christian, is you? You just gonna just gonna agitate me with this mess, well, telling me about something. Be nice. Well, ma'am, that that saying that they're having problems when you're seating the people, and that's all that we're trying to get rectified. The the people don't want to sit down. They want to go over here. They want to go over there. They want to have the children running to and fro like a bunch of demons or wild heathens bucking around in the church like they ain't got no sense. And I'm not gonna have it in my section. My section is gonna be straight. And I, and I understand it. You know what, sister, sister. Uh, uh, I, I think if we did this, if you would do me a favor and hold your phone, and if you would just bow your head right now for me, maybe we can come to to, to, to get to get the man up. What, what, what am I bowing my head for? Well, well, I ain't nothing if, on my floor because my floors are clean, baby. If, if we can my get floors you, is clean as hospital carpet. It don't make no sense for me to bow. What am I bowing my head for? If, if you could, if, maybe if you could close your eyes, sister, sister. Well, I'm not, well, I was closed my eyes. See, you called me and woke me up out of my sleep with this mess. Talking about some meeting. I am very annoyed at this. And I don't appreciate it. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to speak to this. Now, Father, we ask that you no look kind of down upon Sister we ask that you look down upon her well, right now, right now, asking that you put a just smile on her face on Sunday morning, asking that you put mm-hmm. some joy in her heart on Sunday morning, asking that you draw all the pain that she and anguish that she might be going through. Whatever demon there is inside, we ask that you draw that demon out. We ask that you pull that demon away from Sister right now in your name. We ask all of these blessings to come. Because I don't appreciate this, boy. I don't even know who you is. Call him out. Who gave you my number? Uh, uh, Pastor J- gave me the number and asked me to call. I am, like I said, I'm Sean Williams. We haven't met yet. <laughs> and I am the new... Bishop he don't, he don't. he don't act that way. And it's Bishop for the third time. I done told you, boy. Bishop be respectful of the folks. See, that's what makes me angry. Let me, let me say this right here, Sister And maybe this will um, shed some light on things a little bit clearer. I'm tired of listening to you, boy. Go ahead. Go ahead. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by Sister M- who is also a usher at the church at Fred Missionary Baptist. Sister yes, ma'am. you wait till I see her Sunday. <laughs> this is a mess. We on the radio now? Yes, yes. yes. This don't make no sense. Lord, this is embarrassing. Okay. Oh, my God. This is embarrassing. This is Steve Harvey Show. Yes, ma'am. That, that's, that's, that's my uncle. This, this is just a joke, though, man. Yes. <laughs> oh Lord, Amber. how you doing, Tommy? How, how you doing, sister? Oh Lord, you, you... I am so. This is I am embarrassed. <laughs> I am embarrassed. Do you do you listen to the show every day? <laughs> I never would expect myself to be on there. Oh Lord, y'all done made. Oh my God, what, y'all done you... got me on this radio acting foolish. I, sister, Lord, sister, Amber, sister, sister did this here to you. You got. Well, how about if uh, y'all call me back and we get sister? <laughs> how about we do that? We do we 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 do a prank on on her bills, her paying a couple of bills, you know, cause she's short a little. Okay. <laughs> they got to pay all her business. What is the baddest radio show in the land? 
What is the Steve Harvey morning show? <laughs> and, and little Tommy and all them other little children, them little girls. What's that girl name? She is so cute. I love her. Miss Shirley. Hey, Sh- oh, Lord, this is so beautiful. Y'all, I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. Okay, you Lord know- Jesus. <laughs> I did that. I did that. Play too much. All right. <laughs> Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO, our Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, in the building, ready for your love questions right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news. We have a special treat for you. You're going to hear from Junior's wife for the very first time what? on this <laughs> show. Yes. Oh. Wait a minute, what? Junior's wife, uh-huh, Mrs. LaQuisha Spate, will join Junior with some valuable information, a very serious subject on how to avoid being overlooked at the hospital if you're ever in need of emergency medical attention. Okay, we'll talk about that a little later. We can't wait to meet Mrs. Spates, Jr., Mrs. LaQuisha. We call her Quee-Quee, of course. Uh, <laughs> right now, it is, yes, right now it is time uh, to switch gears and ask the CLO, our Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey, in the building. All right. This one's from Julie in Carlsbad. Uh, Jun- Julie writes, I'm a 42-year-old single woman, and uh, I have one or two potential dates for my sister's wedding. The man I would prefer to take is Caucasian, but um, I don't want to ruffle any feathers with my ignorant family and have him mistreated. What should I do? Mm. You, you can't oh. take him to the wedding. <laughs> you can't? No. no. I'm just going just to be real with you. You just said your family go? ignorant. She why, why just not? said her family ignorant. And you know, at the, wedding, that. at the wedding, you're going to go to reception. Uh. They're going to get to drinking. <laughs> and then here come Carl. Carl, here come Aunt Bunny. Here come Carl. Here come old ass Roger. What is Carl saying? How long you been white? <laughs> That's out the gate. How long I've been white? <laughs> I don't know though. Is, you saw them. Is, 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 is we the only black people you know? Yeah. <laughs> Those are ignorant questions. Yeah. Don't sure. do it, baby. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. See, you really don't know how ignorant your family is till you put them in a situation like that. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Just go on to date your man wherever you're going to date him. Do not take him around them ignorant-ass people. He ain't ready for that. <laughs> he ain't ready. He ain't going to be able to cope with it. <laughs> All right. Moving on to uh, Tanyata in South Philly. Uh, Tanyata says, my husband and I have three cars, and I offered to... I offered the spare car to my friend's 21-year-old son who will be interning in our city for a month. My husband reacted like I have an ulterior motive or a crush on this kid. Was I out of line for suggesting this? Mm. Well, yeah, because you should have talked to your husband first. Right. You can't just take one of the three cars that y'all didn't work for and then offer it to this little 21-year-old boy. I'm going to give a damn about he need a car. Where his daddy at? Mm-hmm. Where his mama you know, mm-hmm. man, you got to start asking some questions. But for you to make that decision for uh, this an adult male you did this for. Say no little mm-hmm. boy. You didn't buy a bike for your girlfriend's little boy for Christmas. Mm-hmm. You finna give a car to a grown ass man. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, please. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So sh- you giving away cars. You know how hard it is to get a car? Yeah. 
Yeah. You're right. She should have definitely checked with her husband. Hey, she, hey, so hey, she hey, was out of line. Something. None of my children have ever driven any of my cars. Mm. Not a one. I bet what? <laughs> you ain't got the cars? money for none of these. You ain't got the money for none of these. No. Mm-hmm. And no. insurance is high for for uh, young no. people. Yeah. Very. And they high. know it. Yes. Hey man. Very hey. high. Hey, they quit asking. Uh, okay. My son and tow up to him, man. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> <Tow> him up. <laughs> man. <laughs> Not even prom day talk. Not even for the prom. None of that. I rented them cars for the prom. Drive. You know, drive. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Moving on to uh, Zinnia in Atlanta. Zinnia says, I went to a swingers club with friends and I met the guy I'm dating now. Whenever I mention another man or go to lunch with a male coworker, my boyfriend, my boyfriend asks as if I've had sex with him or if I want to. Will he always be insecure about me? Yeah. That <laughs> yeah, you, you, let, let me ask you something. You ain't insecure about him? Hmm. Y'all met at a swingers club. Yeah. Jesus this is a place where everybody in here swinging. <laughs> That's too L- much. Literally. <laughs> literally. Just letting it all hang out. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. Not conditions. <laughs> yes. So now I'm trying to figure yeah. out, is he? Yes. He mm-hmm. met you at a swingers club. You like to swing. Mm-hmm. When did he get the memo that you was no longer a swinger? Are you yeah. kidding me? Mm-hmm. That ain't your yeah. man. You ain't his woman. Mm-hmm. You belong to the club. You got a membership. <laughs> They're just dating. <laughs> this no day, future. Y'all might as well no just future. go back down to the club. There ain't no future in there. <laughs> You meet your that's wife at the swingers man. club and you don't think that's gonna come up again. You got or, to be nuts. Uh, you, you got is that to a lot be of pressure, nuts. Uh, is that a lot of what? pressure? Uh, could you? What the questions he asking her every time she go? How that sound? Uh, oh, you like him too? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just at the checkout at the grocery store. I just gave him my credit card. What are you talking about? I saw how you handed him that credit card. <laughs> <laughs> All slow and everything. <laughs> he just packed my gro- ba- bagged my groceries. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, you like, oh, you like me in that packet, huh? <laughs> just everything, everything, everything. Insecure about everything. Everything is a sexual innuendo. Yep. Just say right. anything, Shirley. Watch the <laughs> twist. Say anything. I wanted, I wanted to uh, get some gas, so I went to the gas station. Oh, so you, you know. oh, 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 okay, so you still want stuff, huh? <laughs> what? Yeah. What? <laughs> um, they just brought food to the door. Uh, you know, we door ordered dash. out. Uh, DoorDash. We, door we ordered dash. out. Uh-huh. DoorDash? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, so you think about dashing now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you don't call Uber Eats. You want to dash on somebody. <laughs> All up at the door. What y'all at the door talking about? The food. Honey, are we going to church on Sunday? You know, the pastor's church. got a good... Yeah, yeah. Oh, church. oh, oh, now nah, you want to try to drag the Lord in this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Everything. All right. Now you standing it. all up it. there in the choir. Swaying back and forth. All y'all look like y'all was swinging to me. 
<laughs> we were swaying. It looked like swinging. <laughs> All right, last one, Steve. Last one. We're yeah. moving on because you're crazy. Uh, Brisha in uh, Tampa says, my husband's married friend was at our house and I overheard him talking about taking a trip with his mistress. I told my husband that I heard everything and I asked him if he's up to no good too. My husband said that I need to mind my business, but I need answers. Is it true that birds of a feather flock together? Mm. No, no, birds of a feather don't flock together. You heard his friend say he was going to take a trip with his mistress. You didn't hear your husband say he was bringing his, too. Exactly. What about that answer, you need to mind your business? The the husband said you need to mind your business, told his wife. It, it ain't her business. <laughs> it happened in her stupid. house. They stupid for saying it in her house, but it ain't her business. What he doing in his marriage ain't none of our business. Stay out of that. All right, we got to move on, CLO. Hey. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll switch gears and talk to Junior hey. and his new wife, LaQuisha, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through... It's true magic, because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. We have very special guests with us today. We'd like to welcome to the show Mrs. LaQuisha Spates. That is Junior's wife, in case you don't know, Junior's new wife. Welcome, LaQuisha. Uh, so happy yeah. morning. Good morning. morning. Good yeah. morning. Yeah. I'm so happy to Good have morning. you. Uh-huh. Look at you, Junior. LaQuisha. Yeah. LaQuisha works as a nurse, nurse practitioner in Atlanta. And as we all know, Junior has battled sickle cell disease his entire life. Now, at the first of the year, uh, Junior went through a sickle cell crisis and he was left untreated in the ER for many, many hours. But luckily for him, LaQuisha, as I mentioned, is a nurse and she could advocate for his health care that night. But then again, everyone isn't so lucky. Uh, they're together this morning to share valuable information on how to get the appropriate care for a sickle cell crisis or any health crisis. Please welcome to our show, LaQuisha Spates. 
and Junior. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, welcome to the show. I want to say before we start the interview, uh, congratulations on being a nurse uh, practitioner. Uh, I just yes. learned what that was two years ago because a nurse came in my uh, thing one time, was talking to me and said, I'm a nurse, nurse pra- practice practitioner. And I said, well, you know, when when is you going to be through? Because I wanted somebody in here with me that knew what they was doing. If you in here practicing, you, you need to go to somebody else's room because I don't do that. I got money. I'm not going to be sitting up in here while you learning on me. And then I found out that right up under the doctor is the nurse practitioner. The yes. most important, yes. one of the very most important. So welcome to the show, uh, Miss Junior. Miss Junior, Miss Junior. This is the first time we've had Junior's wife on the show. Junior uh, as, is a big uh, proponent and has a foundation. Uh, Cure, Cure's Hope. Yeah. Hey, you ought to change it to care. See how that sounds? Cure, care. <laughs> that's, that's what it yeah, should that's be. It, but it's that's called it. Cure Hope. And he's always been a, a proponent and a, and a, and a, and a flag hope. bearer. For, uh-huh. uh, an advocate for, for sickle cell, cell awareness. Yeah, yeah, that's yes, the sir. word I was looking for, but I've never used it before, so <laughs> wasn't no time to throw it in in this interview. <laughs> All right, would you get to it, please? And uh, he's always been, in, and uh, he's married to a lovely woman. They have beautiful wedding and everything. We saw mm-hmm. pictures and everything. Uh, and so they're here today because Junior wasn't at work earlier this this at right. the beginning of the year, and the reason because he was hospitalized with a crisis. And this isn't the first time that this has happened. We've probably, Junior, since we've been on the radio, probably 10. Yeah, 10. 10 trips to the hospital crisis. And the, the what angered us all was Junior telling us what happened at his last visit to the hospital. And it wasn't the first time it's happened. And so I thought, I said, man, we should have Junior and his wife come on the show, her being a nurse practitioner, and really shed some light on really how the problems of having sickle cell when you get to the hospital. So, Junior, what happened to you that night when you went in? Uh, Uncle, I got back to Atlanta on, on the uh, 2nd of January, and I went to the emergency room straight to it. I was in the crisis full-blown. I'm talking about 10 out of 10. I'm talking about if you're in pain, it's 10, I'm 10. I get to the okay. emergency room, man. I get there at 5 o'clock. I don't go into the back of the emergency room until 9. Now, I'm sitting there in the emergency room for four hours. In pain. In pain. I'm watching people go in with with colds and flus coming out of the back. Mm -hmm. They go in, they come back out. I sit there and watch people rotate right in front of me, man. Why do you think that is, man? What is there an analysis problem? Do they not, are they not aware of what to do? Do they not ask the right questions? What's the problem? No, it's not that, it's just that they don't care. That's not, that's not it at all. They're in the emergency room. They know what a sickle cell crisis is. But you can call me a drug seeker without calling me a drug seeker. See, you look at me in pain, you feel like I'm coming in here asking you for your medication. Like, uh-huh. I, like, like, like I feel like I have to have this. And so you don't believe me. Okay, so you now make stay me right wait. there, Junior. Stay right there. Because that's happened to you several times before. You've gone Many. to the hospital, and they mm-hmm. thought you were in there just suffering from withdrawals. Yeah. Oh, wow. And they yeah. treated you like you you a junkie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Don't, don't so now, can I talk to your wife being a nurse practitioner? Yeah. Look, Laquisha. Yeah. 
What were you gonna that, say, uh, love practitioner? What you, <laughs> I what couldn't quite. Say? I didn't have that cue in my head though. <laughs> La that cue wasn't coming up. <laughs> Lawanda, you know. I do something. <laughs> it's hey, Laquisha. So, <laughs> hey, Laquisha, let me ask you something. And you, you, you're married to Junior, and you, you knew he had sickle cell going in, and you're a nurse practitioner. What was your thoughts? Were you at the hospital with him? So, yes, I actually went to the hospital with him. So I was there from start to finish. Um, And we've been together for some time. So I've seen him in crisis before. But this was the first time that I actually went through the ER all the way to discharge with him. Um, So it was definitely an eye-opening experience because, you know, usually when you're coming in with an emergency, you're seeing, they'll triage. So you're seeing a lot quicker. Um, and this time we were in the ER for, like he said, three, four hours. And then from there, um, still the care was delayed even beyond that once we made it back to the doctor. Wow. Yeah. So, Unc, I'm in the time. room, man. I'm in the back. I get there back there about 9 o'clock, man. And the pain is so crazy, man, that I'm on my knees. I'm on my knees, man, on the hey, side Junior. of Hey, Junior, yeah. stay right there because this is important. This is happening to a lot of people of color. It's not just yeah. black people. No. It's indigenous people. It's, it's, it's Latinos. It's, it's, it's Asian like people. Asian. Yeah. And so we need to talk about that. We'll be right back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody. Uh, we're back. And our special guest this morning is not Junior. It is Junior's <laughs> wife. His yes. new wife, congratulations, by the way, who is a, a nurse practitioner. Uh, mm-hmm. professional, if you heard her voice, she signed, see, she knew words I don't never know. Uh, tree, treasure, 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 discharge. I ain't never said discharge. Just let me, I'm going home. So, you know, she used all the right terms that let us know she was on point. And Junior was described, when we left, Junior was talking about the problems with having it when you got there. It took four hours before they get there and you're in the back and on a scale of one to ten. You know how they show you that little chart, point at the mm-hmm. face and show you which one you you, you hurt and like. And yeah. Junior was that little red white man down on the end, the little red yellow yeah, emoji that's me. down on the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like on Tommy's screen right now. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying back to, to LaQuisha, Steve. So, <laughs> Junior and LaQuisha, so you get back there, you're on your knees, you buckle over in pain, what happened? Yeah, Unc, I'm on my knees, man. And this is when they broke me, man. This is when I actually got broke. This is when I got mad. I was on my knees on the side of emergency room bed, man, at level 10. And they, the, I get back there at 9. The doctor don't come see me for till 11 p.m. So that's two hours. Ain't nobody been in here. Two more hours. And I'm okay. sitting on my knees, man. And if I stay here, I know I'm going to die. But it's hard when you hear doctors and nurses in the hallways talking about trips they had over the weekend and, and pets they got and all these other things but ain't nobody came in here man ain't wow. nobody came in here and said can i help you mm-hmm. i got an iv in my hand i ain't got no fluids i ain't got no oxygen these are the basics i'm supposed to get i ain't even get that that's what Ma'am. starts helping the prices yeah now let me ask your wife the nurse practitioner what what were you thinking while you're watching this happen as a profession um Yes, it was it was really difficult just because I am in the healthcare field and you really have no control over helping him. And that was my thing because I'm going back and forth. I'm discussing what's going on with them and still there's no one there to help us. So I, I really felt helpless in that situation. 
See, yeah, I'm thinking there has to be something done, some some a spotlight put on this thing because this happened to Junior. Junior mm-hmm. going to the hospital, he got a lot of people care about him. We looking right. for him, checking on him. You know, we, he got a radio show. Junior on here now talking about it. What about the millions of people that don't have oh. a radio show? Do you know how many people must be in ERs around this nation suffering because mm-hmm. it's such a minority disease and it's and it's so confined to just us that they sit there and they don't act properly? We're going to find out what we can do to put mm-hmm. a spotlight on this attention so when a person goes in there with an emergency such as Junior had, we want to hear from you, but we've got to help people like this who are in crisis get better treatment when they go to the hospital. Because y'all have messed with the wrong one right now. Yeah. Yeah, My little yeah, nephew, right. Junior, we, right. this ain't why we doing this here now. And I want to know who the hell was in that hallway talking about their vacation. Who is, what is their name, Junior? We want to <laughs> say thank you to Junior. Thank you to LaQuisha, the Spates. And uh, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, Steve, earlier this week you were on TV to promote your game-changing Elevate You green powders, getting everyone healthy. Uh, You were on Today with Hoda and Jenna. You were on The View with Woofy and the Ladies. And then you were on with Sherry on Sherry's new show, Sherry Shepard. You and Sherry, (laughs) you all were so funny together. Sherry was cracking up and I was at home cracking up. (laughs) You were hilarious, Steve. (laughs) Especially... Especially when she brought the older woman on that wanted a sugar daddy. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Is she 98? Yes. Man, Miss Mars. Miss Mars. I don't know what daddy. to buy nobody 98 <laughs> years old. I, I got some money, but I don't even know what to buy you. What the, a van? With a lift? A van with a lift. <laughs> I, I missed him. Was he, I know he was clean. Was you clean? Uh, yes, oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. He had them black and burgundy, those boots. Man. Oh. Killing it. Uh-huh. Killing it. Yeah. He <laughs> looks really good. <laughs> it, it, I liked it because you and Sherry were like two old friends talking. You know, oh, at man, one I point love Sherry Shepard. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. At one point, you had to apologize because you really did go there. You thought you were sitting in her living room. You actually I said forgot, that. Man, I cussed. <laughs> oh, I'm, my I'm, I'm talking about one. You can't say, what no damn or hell. I fired one off with this. <laughs> You, you got real comfortable. Dog, I got comfortable. I was up in there, man. Yeah. He had a lot of black people in the audience. I thought it was family. You know, <laughs> sitting around the table, you know, just came out of holidays. So I was just right. talking to her. I had to apologize for that one, though. Came yeah, you of, did. You yeah. did. But it was really man. funny. You were great right. on The View, too. Um, you really were with Whoopi. I and love Joy. Whoopi, man. Whoopi's such a legend mm-hmm. to me, man. Yeah. yeah. I bow down every time idols. I see her. Yes. She likes one you, too. Idols. She's a fan yeah. of us, too. You can see uh-huh. it. You can uh-huh. tell everybody. Uh-huh. This is my this is my oldest son right here. <laughs> Did she say that for real? Yeah, she say that everywhere she goes. This is my oldest child right here. This one right here is the real deal. Don't fool with him. I heard you about him. Aww, yeah, but it was good. it was because fun. me and yeah. Whoopi we really cool because Whoopi still hugs me about her hair. Cause years ago I told everybody. All y'all people on TV with dreads, y'all owe that to Whoopi. Yeah, They didn't right. put black right. people on TV look like that. And Whoopi insisted. They asked Whoopi to change her hair to wear with Whoopi. So I ain't doing none of that. And that's why I love her. Because she was always no, herself. she always. changed the game. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. That's why I love She's her. She's a legend. Mm-hmm. True mm-hmm. legend. 
Yep. And, and Steve, we have to say congratulations to you. Family Feud has been renewed for yet another season. Congratulations. Oh, yeah, 13 yes. years, just signed a deal. Nice. <laughs> That's beautiful. What? What? <laughs> Sherry Look Shepherd. God, boy. Sherry Shepard was signed. You were just on her show. Sherry Shepard was signed for two more seasons with her brand new show. Go uh, ahead, Jennifer. Sherry. Yes. yes. Congratulations to her. Jennifer Hudson signed for another season with her Come brand on. new show. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So congratulations. And you know what? Um, first seasons out the gate did very well. Steve, you did a syndicated talk show for seven years. So any advice yeah. or pros and cons you want to you you have for daytime TV? You want to? You know, tell I was sitting later? there, man, and I was watching it. You know, because I watched a lot of daytime TV because I was doing uh, the Today Kathy and Hold of the View. So I'm in the dressing room watching the day show. You have to produce a show every day. It's an hour long. You got to have eight segments per show. And you got to fill it with content. And I just, you know, don't don't want to cook it segment. I don't want to do that. I don't give a damn about Pet Smart coming on with them damn puppies. I don't want none of that. Don't I don't want that. Cause I that ain't what I like. So, you know, if I don't like it, you know, it's like when we had tiny homes on there, now they all whole tiny home nation wanna boycott the show. Whatever. It ain't, if if all y'all get together, how many is that? I'll never wait, but I'll never forget when you had the lady on there and she asked you to try something. The cooking lady, the chef, oh, and you, you did not like it. No, but you know what? She you pissed me off because she said, "I heard when your mother was living, she made you a German chocolate cake. I got some taste better than what your mama made." Oh, hell! Who yeah. says that to anybody? Oh, right. you must be crazy. Oh, I'm gonna hurt like you. Mama. Yeah, I'm gonna hurt right. you. On purpose. Coming up next, <laughs> it is the nephew with the prank phone call for today, right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at about four minutes after the hour, it's time for my strawberry letter, and the subject is I have side piece issues at the job. I have side piece issues at the job. We'll get into that. <laughs> Yes, we will. And just a few. Yeah. Talk about this side piece stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But right right now, (laughs) it is time for the nephew in today's prank phone call. What you got for us now? Sure, I got DPCA. DPCA. What is that? The Uh guy. (laughs) (laughs) DPCA. That is Dead Person Collection Agency. Oh, wow. Dead person collection agency. See, a lot of y'all, y'all owe somebody who has passed away, and you think you didn't got away with it. See, that's what you think. Because they gone. Because they gone. You think you don't owe them no more. All right. Uh-huh. Dead is over. Okay. Uh-huh. But the DPCA will give you a call and let you know uh, we need to make what? a collection. Yeah, the DPCA. Wow. Okay. Dead person collection agency. Cat dog, <laughs> let's collect this money. Come on. <laughs> Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Daryl, please. Is he? Hi, Daryl. This is uh, Tony with DPCA. We wanted to give you a call. How are you doing today? Uh, well, what, what's, what's the company? Uh, DPCA. Well, what would that mean? Uh, DPCA is a dead person collection agency. We actually collect uh, money from those that have been that have that are deceased, but people still owe them. Are you familiar with? Um, Carlton who passed away six months ago. I, I know him. 
Yes, you could do, but uh, what do you want from me, though? Okay, it's been brought to our understanding that you actually owed Mr. Carlton Fisher $1,200. Is that correct? Nah, nah. What are you talking about? Nah. Okay, so. Nah. How? How, as, though? As Mr. Okay, let, let, me, let, me get this, this, let me get a clear understanding here. You actually worked with Mr. Carlton Fisher, correct? Fact, yeah. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So, have you borrowed money from Mr. Carlton Fisher before? Why are you asking, though? I'm, I'm asking you a clear question, sir. Have you borrowed money from Mr. Carlton Fisher before? I don't feel like I should answer, though. It's not your business, though. Um, no, it is my business, because I'm with a collection agency, and it's been brought to our attention that you owe $1,200 to him. I don't know what you're talking about. And you didn't even send me no letter, so I don't, I don't no. even know what's going on. I'll, I'll, I'll repeat myself again, sir. My name is Tony. Did you send me a letter, though? With... Did you send me a letter? I, Did you send me a letter, though? No, I, I haven't sent you a letter. I'm, I'm so Tony. I don't know why you he... call me that if you don't send me no letter, though. Okay. Sir, you owe this money to Mr. Fisher. I'm with See, you. I don't understand. I don't understand. You didn't send me no letter, though, and then you're going to call me, though. That doesn't make no sense. Okay. okay. So here's the deal, sir. If you don't pay the 1200 we will come and take something. We will compensate something of the same value. So I'm letting you know. You're gonna that send now. me no. You you, you, you even even send me no letter though. If you do that, I'll call the police because you didn't send me no letter though. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just I, makes I, no I'm sense though. You, no, I'm hearing what you're saying, sir. But at the end of the day, now you're not hearing what I'm saying though. You shouldn't even be talking to me right now. You gotta send me a letter though. That's how it is with bills. You did not inform me anything, right? Sir, you owe you owe the twelve hundred dollars, sir. We both know that. You're now. I'm saying you're skipping a you skipping a step right now though. That's what no, I'm saying. Okay. You're it right it now. doesn't you're matter about the steps, sir. You know what you owe, and, and I'm just going to let you know. I'm not going to go back and forth with you. I'm going to let you know this: we will come and compensate something of the same value. You twelve hundred. I'll let you know, not, but I'll let you know first, though. You cannot do anything without sending a letter. You did not send me no letter. You didn't send me no nothing, though. You called okay. me. You harassed me right about now without even sending me no letter. And I was saying like, this is the deal. This is what happened. This is when it's due. Yada yada. You didn't even do that. Shit. Okay, so let me let me say this to you. We do know that you have a 2017 pickup truck. We do. Now know you threaten me. You threaten me. You threaten me. I'm just know? letting. I'm letting you know we're picking up something now, of right? the same value or more. Okay. You threaten so, me now. That's not. That's bullshit. Threaten me now. You didn't even send me no letter. Yeah. You, you just call me up saying like I owe you now. You didn't even give me no date. Like this makes no sense though. Sir, this is DPCA. This is what we do. If someone passes I, I away, care. I don't care. If you're, you're a government agency. You should be sending no. me a letter. Sir, you owe Mr. Fisher twelve hundred dollars. He's now deceased. We are going to collect this money, or we're going to collect but something of the same. But what I'm saying is, you skipped a step. You skipped a step. You did not. You did not inform me that I owed money to him. You just tell me right now on the phone. You should also send a letter, though. Sir, do you want to send us, send us the money, or do you want me to pick up? Your I don't truck? even know what you're talking about, though. Are you talking about my truck? You talking about my truck? I, no, 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 no. We're not doing that. No, we're not. You're not touching my truck right about now. You know what I'm saying? Now, yo, yo, that's it. We done. We done. If you come I, my truck, I'm gonna fuck with you. You hear me? You know what I'm saying? I don't care what it's, your. It's either $1,200. It's twelve hundred dollars. Yo, yo, yo! I'm telling you right now. You didn't send me no letter. Now I'm angry. Now you gonna turn me on truck? You come at me. I will come at you hard. You know what I'm saying? Baseball bat, all that. Shit. Don't f with me. Don't f with me. You get jumped. I'll jump you. I'll jump you. I'll take your truck. You hear me? So stay the f away from me. Sir. I'm not playing right now. 
I'm not. I'm not playing either. So are you registered? Yo, yo, you, yo, yo. Are you listening though? You I'm, I'm listening to you. Are you listening to me? You're the person you that don't owns... know. You don't know the type of dude I am, man. I, I, you don't. Yo, you sound mad comfortable right about now. Good. Don't be uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm. A, I'm gonna let you know this. If I don't get this money by today, then then you might as well start not sleeping at night because there's a strong possibility what? What? your car what? your car what? might not be there in the morning. Your car, I'm saying it as clear as possible, sir. $1,200 or your car, your truck may not be there in the morning. This is your call. Do you want to be there after the next morning, though? What are you trying you know what to what say? What are you trying No, tell me what you're trying to say. What are you here? What are you heard? What are you heard? What are you heard from me? Okay. Exactly. Okay, Don't fuck with me, dude. When can, yeah. when can we expect, when can we expect the $1,200? I'm telling you right about now. Don't f*** with my car. I'm done with that shit, all right? I'm done with you. Don't f*** with my car. Don't f*** with my car. Don't f*** okay. with my car. Don't want to f*** you. Don't call me back, all right? I'm done. Mother hung up. Call him back. Call him back, man. Call him back. Who is hey, man, who you, th who you think you hanging up on, man? Who you think you hanging up on? You call me again? You call me again? You damn right. Call I'm me again? You again. I'm waiting on the $1,200, Okay. No, I told you this. I told you. I told you that. Now, now you're getting me angry, though. Now you're getting me angry, though. I told you this. Don't call me, all right? Send me the letter. You don't send me the letter? Now you're talking about taking my truck? I'll f*** you up. Okay. Dead ass. Okay. I'll f*** you up. Okay. You know what I'm going to do? I'll I tell you what. What are you going to do? What are you going to do, though? What are you going to do? I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm going to let, I'm gonna let Tommy do? come get the truck. I'm going to let Tommy come get the truck. Who? I'm going to let Tommy come get the truck. I don't know who Tommy is. Uh, which Tommy? Oh, Tommy who? Tommy. Tommy, baby. Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. Your boy Trevor at your job got me to prank phone call you. Ah, oh, mother <laughs> man. <laughs> oh, he always be listening to y'all, too, man. Damn. <laughs> I got you, oh, baby. Ah, oh, man. You. I hope I told him to hear this. I hope my parole officer ain't hearing right now, man. <laughs> you on parole? Uh, I, I, I'm, uh, no comment. <laughs> okay, all right. No Come comment. On, no not, comment. There you go. No I tell you what, this, this is the only comment I want. Tell me this. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land, baby? Give it to me. Who is it? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. Y'all a bunch of crazy motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it i have done it again if you're looking to be, for me to be more stupid than this i will be sunday night in shreveport louisiana it's possible it's possible at the municipal auditorium sunday night y'all is going down municipal auditorium you do know there's no such thing as most stupid. I've learned to take it to another level. I really have. You, you gotta, you, you have, you'd have to see it for yourself. We just gotta come. Oh, no, 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 no. I've known it <laughs> since you were a little boy. <laughs> we gotta get to the strawberry letter that's coming up next. The subject is, I have side piece issues at the job. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? 
Did you? If you could, would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Cause we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter, okay? We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And you never know, this one right here today could be yours. Mm -hmm. It could be. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, I have side piece issues at the job. I have side piece issues at the job. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 40-year-old handsome black man from a small town in Maryland, and I work in a huge company in a neighboring city. Last year, I started having female trouble at work. There was a beautiful, thick sister with a banging body and a strong head on her shoulders. She and I hit it off great in the beginning, and we took breaks together and ate lunch together. Or instead of eating, we would have sex in her car or in my car. It's the best I could do because I'm married. The fling lasted for only three months because she kept complaining about having sex in the car. She told me to kick rocks. My work days became long and boring until I met someone new. In October of last year, a new woman was hired and assigned to my division. I had to train her, and she ended up training me too. She was curvy with huge breasts, and she could get away without wearing a bra, so they're always sitting up at attention. She didn't mind going to my car for a quickie, and she outperformed my last side piece from work. It became obvious to all of the fellows at the job that this new chick belongs to me. Well, my old work side piece got jealous and she started stalking us at work and I would see her walk past my car during lunch break to see if we were in there. But we'd be in my office with the door locked because the new chick gets off on taking risks. I swear she's going to get me fired the way she has me screaming. Uh, My only concern now is to make sure my old boo doesn't make a scene at work. Should I splurge on a hotel room with the old side piece to keep her quiet? What else should I do? Boy, you are really stupid. You really are. This is my letter right here. I know it is, Steve. Uh, Getting a hotel room for your... 
your your first work boot will not solve that problem. It will definitely not solve the problem. You got to let that go. You got to let them both go. Actually, you're going to mess around and lose the, and, and let these women make you lose your job just because your work days are long and boring. <laughs> doesn't mean you get a boo to make the time pass and make it more exciting. I mean, what are you doing, married man? Stalking and jealousy. These are things that can happen when you cheat, when you cheat on your wife and when you cheat on your side pieces. And, and then when you cheat at work, the mad side piece, even though she dumped you, she told you to kick rocks. She could tell HR. She could tell your boss. She could tell your wife. I mean, she because she feels like a woman scorned right now since she's seeing you and knowing that you're dating and, and sleeping with this other woman at work, uh, you're doing it right under her, her nose. It, it's like you dumped her, not that she dumped you. You're playing a dangerous game, sir, with dating more than one woman at work at the same job. But like I said in the beginning, you're stupid. Uh, you're risking way too much. You're risking your job and you're risking your marriage. Uh, so start thinking with your brain and realize that this, uh, this is a horrible idea to be carrying on like this at work. Get it together. The sex might be good, but you got to ask yourself, is any of this worth losing everything? And I'm sure you know the answer is no. Steve. Boy, this letter right here, <laughs> I have side piece issues. I was really curious to see how this letter was going to go. But now I see. First of all, dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a, first of all, let me say this about this letter. This letter is full of contradictions and lies. Stupid <laughs> lies and contradictions. I'm going to show you how this goes. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 40-year-old handsome black man from a small town. Right there. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's <laughs> a lie. That? Why you say that, Steve? First of all, you writing to tell us you handsome. You ain't sending in no pictures. You wrote <laughs> us and described yourself as a 40-year-old handsome black man. And this is how I know you lying, because you say from a small town. See, your selection pool is so small. <laughs> It's got your ugly ass thinking you cute. I bet you ain't nowhere near as cute as you think you are. And if you go to a big city, you'll find out real fast with your ugly ass. Now, that's, <laughs> let's start right there. TJ then here we go. Cute. <laughs> I'm in a small town in Maryland. Maryland already a small, small place. Now, you in a small town from Maryland. Maryland got some great places to go, and obviously your town ain't one of them. Then he says, and I work in a huge company in a neighboring city. Because it ain't enough room in your little small ass town to put no big building. So this huge company, you got to drive to another city to get it. And here's another contradiction. Since he's from a small town, I bet the company ain't that huge. <laughs> it's another lie. <laughs> yeah, he probably work at Starbucks. You know, he just thinks. <laughs> He just thinking. <laughs> Last year, I started having female trouble at work. There was a beautiful, thick sister with a banging body and a strong head on the shoulders. She and I hit it off great in the beginning, and we took breaks together and ate lunch together, or instead of eating, we would have sex in her car or in my car. It's the best I could do because I'm married. What did you just say? Yeah, that's crazy. It's the best I could do 
because I'm married. So y'all would have sex in either one of y'all cars at a large company. <laughs> Boy, stop. Hold on. Coming up at 23 minutes after the hour, we'll have part two of Steve's response. Subject is, I have side piece issues at the job. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap this crazy letter today. The subject is, I have side piece issues at the job. This fool right here. (laughs) Then came on here talking about, he a 40-year-old handsome black man from a small town. First of all, you probably ain't handsome as you think you are because you from a small town. So who you comparing yourself to ain't that many damn people. It might be 12 other 40-year-old men in your town, and now you sitting up here thinking your ass is cute. Probably ugly as hell, but you live in a little small-ass town and the selection pool ain't big, so now got your little ugly ass walking around town thinking you handsome in that little-ass village you live in. Village? Yeah, that's all it is. Village. I don't like men that write in talking about they handsome. You wrote that. that. Send a picture. Send a picture. How is that your description of yourself? I live in a small town in Maryland, and I work in a huge company in a neighboring city. You know why I work in a huge company in a neighboring city? Because you can't put a big building in the village. So now he done took his ass somewhere, and I'm pro- I can tell y'all right now, it ain't no huge-ass company. Boy probably work at Starbucks or something. Last year, I started having female trouble. There was a beautiful, thick sister with a banging body, strong head on the shoulders. She and I hit it off great in the beginning. We took breaks together and ate lunch together. Instead of eating, we would have sex in her car my car. It's the best I could do because I am married. Mm. What? Dog, it's the best you can do because you married. You talking about having sex in the car, so you can't get a hotel, boy. Why is he the, the dog, he this is ignorant. <laughs> like I said, this is a letter full of contradictions and lies. The last, the fling lasted only three months because she kept complaining about having sex in the car. She told me to kick rock. Oh, how the hell we sitting up? She complained about having this sex in this car. What? Who, who is this dude? My work days became long and boring until I met someone new. In October of last year, a new woman was hired and assigned to my division. I had to train her, and she ended up training me too. Hey, man, what kind of job you got? <laughs> Who done made your ass a supervisor where you train Who? She's curvy with huge breasts, and she could get away without wearing a bra, so they always sitting up at attention. That takes me back to where the hell did they work? <laughs> well, you can bring your ass to work with no bra. And they always in a car screwing. I just figured it out. They work at a car wash. Oh, is that? <laughs> That's all this is. She didn't mind going to my car for a quickie, and she outperformed my last side piece from work. It became obvious to all the fellas at the job this was my new chick, and she belonged to me. You a small-minded dude, man. Well, my old work side piece got jealous, and she started stalking us at work. I would see her walk past my car during her lunch break to see if we were in there. Well, that's where you be. That's the whole letter's about this. Mm-hmm. Sex in the car with coworkers that you train. 
but we'd be in my office with the dough lock because the new chick gets off on taking risks. It's real risky screwing at a car wash. I'm telling you this right now. <laughs> Anywhere. People walk in all the time because they probably at the ticket counter doing it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I swear she going to get me fired the way she has me screaming. Now your punk ass in here, you doing the holler. <laughs> Woo, boy, you ain't, you don't even know what you done wrote in this letter. Your punk ass is the one in here hollering. What? Ain't no, she gonna get us fired the way I have her screaming. Uh-huh. No, they had you screaming <laughs> with your almost ugly ass sitting up here telling us you handsome. Because you from a smart, he, he said, I'm a 40-year-old black man, a very thing. handsome black man from a small town. That's why you think you cute. Because you ain't got nobody to compare it to do. Come on over to Atlanta. you find out how ugly your ass really is. <laughs> He's no T.J. Holmes. T.J. Holmes is cute. T.J. Holmes. Mm-hmm. T.J. Holmes is not in his car, Shirley. They are out running. <laughs> Walking around in public. Yeah, they in Miami. Post MIA. My only concern now is to make sure my old boo don't make a scene at work. Now, Mm. here's the line in the letter that I had to circle. Okay. Should I splurge on a hotel room with the old side piece to keep her quiet? What else should I do? Did you just say splurge on a hotel room? He said it. Hey, dog, how broke are you? (laughs) <laughs> you know, it's two lines in here. That other line said, uh, uh, we would have sex in her car or my car. It's the best I could do because I'm married. Then he jumps down here and say, should I splurge on a hotel room with the old side piece to keep her quiet? First of all, dog, right. you're 40 years old climbing in cars. <laughs> and that's all you got. And you married. Your marriage is doomed. Your job is going to be in trouble. I got no advice for you on what to do with your side piece, old one or big one. But them big girls going to bump heads in a minute. And it's going to be on the curve. And you're going to get your little ugly ass quick. Because <laughs> I know you're ugly. Leave us your comments on today's Strawberry Letter on Instagram at Steve Harvey FM. Sharp little troll-looking ass man. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up next, it is Sports Talk with Junior right, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for Sports Talk with Junior. Junior, what you got? Ah, uh, Pippin, come on, Pippin. It's wild card playoff weekend, Pippin. <laughs> Let's get it. Baby, right here. Hey, what's up, Junior? What's happening? Playoff Pippin? This playoff hey, Pippin now. You know, first of all, I was listening to the radio, man. It's your fine little wife you got there, Junior. Oh, thank you, Pippin, man. You know. Yeah, that's nice, man. Congratulations. Thank Congratulations. you, brother. Congratulations. What's up? You know, I ain't never been married before, you know. Never been? No, no. How I'm going to do that, man? It's just too much of me for one person. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm hey, what's up, Shirley? Hey, Pippin. What's going on? Hey, Chocolate, what's up with you? Hey, Pippin, what's happening? I see it. Hey, girl. Hey, over there with the green on, with the big forehead. Hey, what's up? Mississippi, huh? I like country ass, girl. I like that. All right, now. Yeah, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Tommy, what's happening, baby? 
Oh, it's you, Pippin. How you doing, man? I'm killing it, man. My picks this year been so smooth. Pimping? I'm, you know what? Don't you be a pimp. You got to be good at picking. Let's <laughs> <laughs> play all pimping now, man. Come on, we let's pimping. go. What you need? Let's get it, man. Look, man, we got six great games this weekend, pimping, man. Now, think about this, man. We got to figure out how we're going to do this, pimping. Here we go, the first game up. Seahawks versus the 49ers, man. Geno Smith man, versus Brock Purdy. season that, that Geno done had. And uh-huh. wonderful quote he made, it's over. It's over. 49ers. Oh. oh. Yeah, okay. it's over, man. All right. Hey, Geno, great season, though. Nice run, though, baby. I love <laughs> Geno. I sure, I sure wish they would whoop them. They ain't, but I wish they would. <laughs> go ahead, Okay. Junior. Here we go, Pippin. The Chargers, man, versus the Jaguars. The Jaguars is in the playoffs, man. Shocker, shocker, upset. Uh-huh. I know they not, but I want to call it the Jaguars. Oh! Oh! Duval! Duval! Duval, oh. baby. I'm pulling for the Jaguars. Yeah. 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 Okay. Here we go, Pippin. Dolphins versus the Bills. Oh, that ain't gonna work out. I don't care who they have quarter, but they can get two or two a daddy to a whole family to come throw the ball. Two ain't even playing. The bills, baby, they can get the bills. Come on, kid. Come on, Junior. All right, man. Here we go, Pippin. Giants versus the Vikings. Upset. Everybody picking the Vikings. I'm going with the Giants, but I know the Vikings gonna win. Notice how I did that. I see how you did it. I'm going with the Giants, but I know the Vikings is gonna win. Here go a good game, Pippin. The Ravens versus the Bengals. Ooh. Bengals, baby. And our last game, Pippin. Here it is, man. Shocker. I'm finished. Cowboys versus the Buccaneers, Pippin. Come on. Tampa going to upset the oh. Cowboys. Oh. oh. What? what? Tampa is going to upset. There's no way <laughs> I can pull against Tom Brady <laughs> in a playoff game. And what the Cowboys doing the mess they doing the last few weeks. Yeah. Hey, Sorry, right. Cowboy Nation. <laughs> Thank you, Junior. Thank you, Pimpin. Coming up at the top of the hour, several officers were fired for having sex at the job in Nashville. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ciao. 
Listen to this story, guys. It's a lot of this going around that we didn't know about, apparently. A Laverne, Tennessee Police Department is in turmoil following allegations that at least eight of its male officers had sex with a female officer both on and off the job. Eight. Wow. Eight? Yeah, eight. All right, so so far, yeah, so far, five officers have been fired. Three have been suspended without pay while the DA investigates the allegations against the officers. The cell phone accounts of the police officers indicated they all shared cell phone photos of their genitals. They had sex while on duty inside a city-owned facility, also at hotels and on a boat. The only female officer involved, the only female officer involved allegedly had overlapping intimate exchanges with the eight male officers and a threesome with an officer and his wife. Now, none of the officers have been charged with a crime and the DA's office is monitoring the investigation. So here's the question. Is everyone in the world having sex at work except for us? What is happening? Damn, <laughs> I gotta go lay down. That's a lot. That's what is a lot. going we on? We done went to this boat. We went to this hotel. We done went. We had to, man, it's, what is Who is this wife? woman? Man. <laughs> One female what officer. What did she sign up for? Officer <laughs> friendly. When for she was friend. at the academy, what was her mission? <laughs> to serve and protect. Girl, as <laughs> soon as they give me this bag. Well, the serving will begin. <laughs> uh, on a platter. Man. Oh, my God. You know how much stuff yeah. on that utility belt you got to take off to get out the yeah. outfit, man? That's too much. That, well, they a gotta couple take that of them dudes off. is married. That vest? Yeah. yeah. Well, she he was involved with the wife and the threesome. Well, yeah. she was involved in that one. But the other dudes that's married, mm-hmm. man, this is going bad at the house. Oh, Who Yeah. Is- Oh. Yeah. Who answering these emergencies out here on these Where they get that boat from? <laughs> the crime is it the police? Is it the crime. police? Crime. High boat? as hell down in Laverne, ain't it? Oh, heaven sakes. Maybe it's no crime down there. and they, They're bored. We in the it's the own duty radio. booty is what this is, y'all. This is own duty booty. <laughs> I'm going to get robbed. I got to wait for you to get dressed to get down here. Come on, man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, again, uh, five officers have been fired. Three officers uh, out of the eight have been suspended without pay. And the DA is investigating this. They said oh. she was on the boat, lost mm-hmm. her top, locker. <laughs> Man. Just wild. And she's married too. She's married too. Wow. You, she was. She was. Yeah. 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 She's she married was. too. So she's not gonna be married. Wow. Not after that eight. Not, not after that eight. Wow. Mm-mm. What, Steve? Ain't no husband taking you back after eight. No, after eight. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh-huh. oh. God. That's crazy. This is a crazy story. Threesomes too. Threesomes. Yeah. Threesome. Yes. Yeah, no. one right female, eight male. Mm-hmm. No, no, one female. And, no, listen, no. One female. No, one thing about me when I'm naked, I could be the only one with a zipper. Okay, oversharing. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, no. if I'm in this, if I'm in this room, I got to be the only one in here with a zipper. <laughs> we heard you the first time. Yes. <laughs> Why did you repeat everybody, that? Everybody, everybody else need to have on skirts, trousers, <laughs> something spanks. Leggings. Something, you know. 
Leggings, jeggings, something. A bra. Yeah, anything. Yeah, it can't be but one person in here zipping their pants up. Are we are we gonna start hearing more stories like this where people are having sex at work? Is is that what's happening now? Shirley, this is old. You just don't it's expect been going it. on. Oh, you mean yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you thought it was an old story. I don't expect it. Yeah, when you said that, I was like, no, this just happened. All right. (laughs) All right, listen. uh, Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, Tommy, last Friday, you kicked off a new season of Ready to Love. Thank you. It was Ready to Love Miami. You're in Miami. Yes, it was really good. Really good. And two Ready Mm. to Love veterans, two people we loved, uh, Rashid and Simone from Mm -hmm. Houston, got engaged on the show, Tommy. Oh. Yes. Nice. I love it. It was beautiful. I love it because that was a beautiful way. Tommy, first engagement. This is the second engagement. I got an engagement out of uh, out of Washington D.C. Joy and Clifton. They got engaged uh, also, mm-hmm. but this is the first. This one is the actual one that got televised. So, but congratulations right, to both both of them. Now, let me let y'all know. Last week on the show, my mm-hmm. heart goes out to the young brother on the show because he's a he's, he's a short guy. He's about five. Two, oh five, yeah, eight. the radio, you know, yeah. radio, yeah. radio personality. Yeah. Yeah. Your heart will go out to him. Yeah. Shut up. Was he short? <laughs> Ooh, he was short. Ooh. Yeah, he was little. He was, but, yeah. you know, it, but he was a nice guy, and I, I truly hate it because I think he got voted off because of his height. You know, the ladies just you know, already short. know. Oh, well, no, he come did. on, now. You ain't, you ain't going to talk with him or nothing? I talked to him. I talked to him. Now going to sit on the curve man. and work it out. Support group. <laughs> we, had a, we had a good conversation. He's a, he's a good brother, and I, I hope he finds love. Somebody going to walk in his life. Not worried about height, and the man gonna mm-hmm. find him some love. Ready anyway, to love tonight on the own network. I ain't you never heard of no it. woman nowhere <laughs> say she looking for somebody short, dark, and handsome. <laughs> Check out the nephew and ready to love. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour. We'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather? Have really big front teeth, or would you rather have a really big butt? Mm. Ah, teeth or butt? Front teeth. Teeth I don't need no ass now. That's what I don't need. Ah, One you got is how I know. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Your teeth are already big. You might well go and grab that ass then. Me and you got the same size teeth, Junior. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. look at yours in the camera. See how much bigger yours look? Yeah. You the yeah. same height as your teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So we got two yeah. for butts and one for teeth. One yeah. for teeth. Which one, Junior? Yeah, that's I'm so funny, Shirley. I'm going to go with teeth. Yeah, I'm, two I don't for need butt. Man, butt, no. I don't want to be grabbed on for no reason. Hell no. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> grabbing me. All right. Would you rather wear the same thing every day or eat the same thing every day? Mm. I can't eat Clothes or food? I clothes or food? These clothes clean, though, ain't they? they just, we just wash them over and over? Yeah, nobody said you couldn't wash. You just had uh, to wear the same thing. <laughs> or you just joined the military. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the same thing work. every day. <laughs> yeah, you could eat what you want. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I really eat. I really eat. That was the number one reason why I couldn't go to the military. I'm not. We gonna. So we all got the same thing on. <laughs> it's not a fashion. You, you want it to all be different. Us, Blue cheese. Like I, you know, like the Marines got the cold uniform because they got them, they got them spats they wear sometimes. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. But like sometimes I want to wear it with my camouflage <laughs> and the white hat. You gonna oh, mix you it up to... like that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, I pimp out that uniform, man. <laughs> but you couldn't do that. You yeah. can't do that. Cause sometimes I just wear the pants. With the uh-huh. red stripe up the side, uh-huh. right? With just a crispy shirt. Okay, without <laughs> no jacket. jacket. Yeah, <laughs> and my and then put all my badges on my shirt that night. <laughs> oh no, you couldn't be. <laughs> you planned out oh, your wardrobe yeah, yeah, yeah. in me, the military. Right. <laughs> all right. Uh, would you rather be president of the United States for a week, president B. for a week, or would you rather be a billionaire for a week? Oh, B. 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 Oh, B. B. I'm going to steal some of that money in that week. I'm going to go back to it. I'm going to steal some. But all the power you would have, all the power as high you know, as you know, you know the power you got with a billion dollars? Yeah. <laughs> and the president the don't have no power. Overrated. It's coming. I know, I know. Man, they be sitting up voting, telling him no and all this. Yeah, you got a billion right. dollars. No is not in my vocabulary. Okay. <laughs> all right, last one. So you can't come in here. I just bought in here. Okay. All right. That's today's round of Would You Rather. Coming up in the last break of the day, we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. All right, Steve, before we get out of here, uh, let's take care of a little business. First of all, we got to shout out the Deltas, the beautiful ladies of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Today is their Founders Day, or J13. Happy yeah. Founders right. Day to uh-huh. the Deltas, yeah. Mississippi, Monica. Monica. Founders Day to the yeah. Monica. Uh, happy Founders Day, Crystal. Okay. That's just random. Okay. Yeah, Crystal was uh, the queen at Kent State Black Homecoming that I escorted to the oh, homecoming. I was okay. a freshman. And uh-huh. she was a junior. Ooh, boy. Boy. Yeah. Boy, you don't even understand how many points I won that day. Oh, I was in way over my head, trust me. But that's why I had Oh, I had nothing for her at all. But when I walked down that aisle with her, oh, she had that red gown on with a hood. Boy, it looked like I had pulled her, but I really didn't. I was just tall enough for her because she was a tall girl and I was 6'2 and Mm -hmm. with platform. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
Okay. So that's why Crystal got this specific uh-huh. shout out. Yeah, shout out to Crystal from Kent State. Also, happy birthday to my daughter, Lori. Uh, happy yes. birthday, Crystal. Yeah, and, and uh, aren't your daughters, aren't your, aren't your twins, uh, Carly and Brandy? Aren't all they the girls, yeah. Brandy, yeah. Carly, Morgan, all them daughters is Delta. Delta. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and every time I wear red and white, here comes some new talking about. I see you got the colors on. Listen, it's not my fault that y'all got the same colors as the girls. Oh, shut up. <laughs> that is <laughs> not my fault. Because the cap, I play the cap is sitting up on the to show. The sisters of DST. <laughs> Just man, relax. <laughs> Man, y'all all right. I like the Kappas. I get along with most all Kappas. Mm-hmm. One of my best friends is a new. That doggone said the entertainer. Tommy's oh, yeah. a new. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, uh, another great brother was a noob. Uh, co- uh, the lawyer. Uh, Johnny Cochran. Oh, oh, yes. The late great. Pastor yeah. Jamal Bryan is a noob. He gave a great speech about Herschel Walker. It threw me off because he had a little Kappa squad on. But other than that, it was. <laughs> but, but anyway, shout out he was so Delta. strong with what he was saying and so cold. I just mm, kept feeling some kind. Of, okay. <laughs> so Steve, um, you have your new product. It's called Elevate You. Y'all, it is going through the roof. Sales are tremendous. The reaction, and you know, we did a a, a survey like six, seven months ago. When mm-hmm. I first developed the product, you know, you got to test it with the public. We're oh, going to start oh, releasing good. some of the unsolicited testimonials. And when you all see what this product has done for so many people, mm-hmm. you're going to try it. It's a green drink. I have been drinking green drinks for years. But, you know, I just got to the point where, you know, some mornings I just couldn't gag it down. Yeah, I just, mm-hmm. I just, God, uh, I feel taste, like it's, it gets hard. Yeah, it gets hard. yeah. No, you keep it one hundred with that. Because I'm gonna tell you something about kale. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't, I don't really know. You know, you know, I don't, I don't know who's responsible for kale. Uh-huh. Somebody told me God is responsible for kale. Excuse me. <laughs> I have not seen kale mentioned in the Bible. Now time. Now once. I have heard about wheat, uh, bread. Yeah. Heard what? a lot about fish, lamb, barley, lamb, goats. Mm-hmm. You know, heard a lot about you know a lot of stuff. I not now time have I heard kale mentioned in the Bible. Why we are eating kale is beyond me. And you go in the store and order a kale salad. But you don't ask them to finally chop up the kale. That's right. You ain't gonna be able to get that down, man. Yeah. You said that on Sherry, uh, it's hard to drink a cup of kale. Oh man, that right there, right there. Woo woo. Wheat grass, all that. But we found a way to make it taste absolutely delicious. I'm mm. telling you, one of the highlights of this drink is the flavor. The biggest highlight is all natural. It's 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 made of Everything that your body needs, we got a proprietary blend in there because we're saying it's M-charge because we have some stuff in there that addresses the mitochondria in your body that helps heal you on a cellular level. I've been taking it for a while. I feel wonderful. If Mm -hmm. you try it for a while, you will feel wonderful too. It's Mm -hmm. elevateyou.com. Go and put your order in. You can get a subscription so you don't forget 
you know how you try something and then you mess around, look up and one scoop and you out. Then you got to yeah. order again. Mm-hmm. No, they'll, they'll, they'll put you on a little subscription where you can get it regularly. You can cancel okay. anytime you want to. But these this thing is really doing wonderful. Elevate you. L-E-V-A-T-E-U.com. And go check okay. it out. Man, great yeah. product. One of, one of the smartest things I've done in a while. Yes, Junior? Thank you for sending me my package in the mail, Unc. I, 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 I'm going to show them. I'm going to show it this weekend, yeah. Unc. Yeah. You you'll, said, be, man, you'll be opening yours and posting yes, sir. Yes, it. Shirley? Yes. Oh, of course. Yes. <laughs> Carl, I, I love the box. I got mine oh, yesterday. Delivered right at the door. Thank with you, his, sir. Yeah, I with expect, your cute picture you know, on it. Yes, sir. I have yeah. to, big dog. Man, I ain't going to ask Tommy, you know. You ain't sent it, uh-uh. Oh, I oh, I don't send anything. <laughs> nah. Unless, but you somehow. don't. But you know. But you know though. You don't give out your address. I don't. You know, yeah. No. I don't. No. No. Monica asked for his address. He said, uh, "You know, you can Google me." Chateau I got his address. I've been in his house five thousand times. You, stop. you don't I'm, give my address. You out. tell me. We got to go, about, Steve. Well, you're going to mess around and not get invited back out to the chateau. <laughs> hey, y'all, have a great day. Uh, we'll see you Monday. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi. This is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.